Hello again, brothers and sisters, and I hope everyone has had a blessed week, and thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Today I wanted to speak on an all-too-common occurrence that we see in these end times. It is something that I dealt with years ago before I was truly born again and saved, and what I'm speaking of is straddling the fence of having one foot in with the Lord and one foot out into the world. In our tug-of-war battle against the flesh, many tend to still not put the Lord as their priority. He is in their life, but He's in the background, not in the forefront. He is an option that they may ponder or think about from time to time, but they don't fully grasp Him, nor have a complete embrace on Him. Many would say lukewarm, and this is a correct description, but Let's dive in a little deeper to cover this important subject matter. I'm going to be basing this message around the passage found in James 4.4, and we will reference other scripture to validate in detail this topic. James 4.4 is a sobering and heavy reminder of what the Lord expects of His children, what He wants of them, and also what He warns them of. And as it is written, reads, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. These are very heavy words from our Lord in this verse, and the weight of these should not be taken lightly. When the Lord created us, our purpose was to worship and glorify Him. This is why the first commandment is that we shall have no other gods before Him, For our God is a jealous God. We are to put Him above everything and everyone. He is perfect, holy, and full of grace and mercy. You see, friends, this world is fallen. But the Lord our God is highly exalted, lifted high, where there is no other throne above His. This world is full of evil and malice, sin and deceit, But the Lord is none of these things. The Lord is perfect, holy, righteous, and just. He is outside of this earth, but in control of it. Now when we as Christians, sons and daughters of the Most High, are born again and made anew, being transformed by the renewing of our minds and covered by the blood of Jesus, the Lord expects and commands for us to follow His statutes and commandments, and not the ways of the world, which are rooted in sin and wickedness. We are to be set apart. And as it is written in Second Corinthians 6.17, To come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. When James wrote the words of the Lord in this passage, He is telling us that anyone who has friendship with the world, anyone who is concerned about the thoughts and opinions of the world and the worldly unsaved in it, anyone who is still indulging with the things of this world with all its fleshly desires, that we make ourselves an enemy of God. This doesn't mean purely external either, but this can also mean of the mind. What do your thoughts say? Are you concerning yourself about what others may think of you? Are you wanting to have many friends and be unequally yoked with those who don't love and don't care about God? Are you wanting to be held up high and exalted by other men or by God? 
What are the intentions of your heart? James is telling us that our intentions, our mind, and our hearts should be fully set upon the Lord and not of this earthly physical realm because this realm is not our true home. We are in a temporary vessel on an earthly temporary journey that is but a vapor and the end destination is one of two places. This journey, this life is our test, our trial, because when we die there are no do-overs, dear friends. You see, for those who have been born again and are saved, their inheritance is heaven. But for those who choose to not accept the free gift of salvation, those who deny God, mock Him, say they don't need Him, will be denied by Jesus before the Father in heaven when they leave this earth, inheriting an eternal, horrible, hellish fate where they will be forever separated from God. My friends, God will give us what we desire, but He gives us an out. He gives us the free gift of salvation. Amen. But when we deny that precious gift, it is not Him who sends us to hell, but it is us who choose hell. If what we want are things of the world, fleshly desires, materialistic things, and fleeting pleasures, make no mistake, He will give us that. But if it is Him, if it is our Creator, fully and truly only the Lord that we wish to have, he will make a home for His Spirit inside of us, filling us up fully with our cup overflowing, making our bodies His temple. We must be fervent in the Spirit, friends. If we look like the world, sound like the world, talk like the world, we are of the world. In John 7 it explains that we are not of the world and asks that we are not taken out of the world, but that we are kept from evil. We are in the world, brothers and sisters, but we are not to be of the world. We are to walk in the Spirit, continually fighting the flesh and the temptations from the devil. For as it says in Colossians chapter 3, verses 3 to 4, For you have died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. So you see, even now, as I am speaking to you through this podcast, those who have been saved, their lives are hidden with Christ in God. This is also why Paul tells us to set our minds on the things above and not of this world. Friends, we cannot be 50-50 with the Lord. We cannot have one foot in the world, one foot with the Lord, and be claiming to be His child. For there is no gray area with the Lord. You are either 100% for Him, or you are for the enemy. In Corinthians 10, Paul says that ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. And the world, friends, is filled with tables of devils. So brothers and sisters, we need to be on fire for the Lord, continually seeking Him, continually reading and meditating on His Word, praying and fasting, being edified in the Spirit, and we need to live out the Word, not just preach it or proclaim it, but live it and be an example. Let us be the lights in the darkness. Let us be hot for the Lord, 
for Revelation 3.16 says that we are not to be lukewarm. He has no use for lukewarm. You see, the word says, He wishes we were either cold or hot. But if we are lukewarm, he will vomit thee out of his mouth. I pray for everyone listening to this message to heed these words. This is not something to take lightly or something to be frivolous about. Our God is not a casual God who you can pick up when you please or only when you are going through trials and tribulations and then not continue to seek Him when things are going well. He is an all-consuming fire. He is perfect and just, a holy God who deserves to be revered, worshipped, praised, and feared. He asks of us to put Him first and in the forefront. This world is not our home. This world, as it is written, will hate us for His name's sake, because He has chosen us out of the world. So let us not still be fascinated or worried or concerned with this world and the things in it, because we know, friends, what happened to Lot's wife. The Lord made an example of what can happen if we look back or if we let the world tug at our heart. Now, I would like to make something clear here, friends, that I am not saying that we are not to love those in the world or that we are not to be beacons of light in the darkness. On the contrary, we are to be the hands and feet of Yeshua, his messengers and his soldiers, to be the salt and light of the earth. We are to love even our enemies and pray for them, but we are not to love them above our Father in heaven. There are many things we can appreciate the beauty in and find peace in, such as the creation and in nature or in art or music or an eagle soaring high above the clouds, or a tree slowly swaying in the breeze. For we can't appreciate the beauty of all these things, but things in this world, there are many things in this world that are from the devil and are controlled by the devil, temporarily, mind you. Let us not be inundated with these things, nor with the world itself. We are not to be swayed by the ways of the world, or to be caught up in its riches and status, nor its pleasures and temptations. For we know that all these things end in destruction. This world is fleeting and shall pass away as it is written. So let us not be focused or attached to something that is dying, my friends, that will cease to exist, but rather let us focus and resonate and be one with our Lord, with our champion, El Gabor, our Father in heaven, to be fully immersed in our God and to put him above everything and everyone. For this is not our home, brothers and sisters, for the true home that awaits us surpasses all understanding. No pain, no sorrow, no tears, no sin. It's a bliss and an elation basking in the rays of his eternal light, a paradise in perfection, that is truly and literally out of this world. Let us hold fast to what awaits us, friends, and most importantly, who awaits us. For he is all our hearts truly have ever wanted and will ever want deep down. And he is willing and able and waiting to give us his in return. God bless each and every one of you. Continue to focus and remain 
tunnel-visioned on our King, Jesus Christ. Amen.